Good morning for Tuesday, September 1st, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Obama aids U.S. workers in late push. Murder rates rising sharply in many cities. And crisis tests European core value open borders. In today's national headlines, increased taxes? Talk by Trump alarms the GOP. And urgent appeal made for action on the climate. In today's business headlines, hotels move to compete with travel sites. A wild ride on Wall Street ends with a whimper. The Dow was down 114.98 points yesterday. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Jono Serra. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Obama Aids U.S. Workers in Late Push. Written by Noam Scheiber. With little fanfare, the Obama administration has been pursuing an aggressive campaign to restore protections for workers that have been eroded by business activism, conservative governance, and the evolution of the economy in recent decades. In the last two months alone, the administration has introduced a series of regulatory changes, among them a rule that would make millions more Americans eligible for extra overtime pay and guidelines suggesting that many employers are misclassifying workers as contractors and therefore depriving them of basic workplace protections. A little more than a week ago, a federal appeals panel affirmed an earlier regulation granting nearly two million previously exempted home care workers minimum wage and overtime protections. And on Thursday, President Obama's appointees to the National Labor Relations Board pushed through an important ruling that makes it easier for employees of contractors and franchises to bargain collectively with the corporations that have sway over their operations. These moves constitute the most impressive and, in my view, laudable attempt to update labor and employment law in many decades, said Benjamin Sachs, a professor at Harvard Law School and a former assistant general counsel for the Service Employees International Union. The goal, he said, is to keep pace with changes in the structure of the labor market and the way work is organized. But throughout much of his first term, Obama disappointed supporters with his inability to pursue a larger progressive agenda and with what they saw as an insufficient focus on the balance of power between workers and their employers. Liberals criticized the pace at which Obama put judges on the federal bench, including the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, which has enormous influence over federal regulations and they complained that he failed to move quickly in placing appointees at agencies like the National Labor Relations Board. They were very weak on getting people into their positions in the first term, said Lawrence Michel, president of the Economic Policy Institute, a left-leaning research and advocacy group. Still, there is little doubt that the Obama administration has become more ambitious in pursuing worker rights during the president's second term. Taken together with other key regulatory actions and executive orders, an NLRB rule that effectively sped up the process for holding elections on whether to form a union, and Obama's order raising the minimum wage for federal contractors to $10.10, the effect has been to significantly alter the tilt of federal law.
We're really digging out of a forty-year hole, Michelle said. The Clinton years were ones where they more triangulated between business and workers rather than weigh in on the side of workers.